Welcome to Inside Today's Country, the show that gets the real stories from today's country stars, stories you haven't heard anywhere else. Your host is Tim Black. Tim has been on the radio interviewing the biggest stars in the business and discovering new talent for more than 20 years, and now in his very own podcast. Are you ready? Let's go Inside Today's Country. This week on Inside Today's Country, we meet up with new artist from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Shantaya, who's got a brand new single out called Two Cents. We find out that she is actually classically trained, but apparently country music is... Country music was kind of a lot more fun for me. We go Inside Today's Country with Shantaya next. Welcome to another edition of Inside Today's Country. We go all the way to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, which isn't really too far from where I am. Uh, and we connect via the uh, way we're doing all of our interviews. Now on Zoom, it's Shantea. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's all very exciting. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, this is the way we do things now, right? We, yeah, we're, we're, we're Zoomers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So let's find out a little bit about you uh, before we get into, uh, you know, you've got a new single out and uh, that's doing very well for you from what I understand. Uh, let's find out a little bit about Shantea. Tell me your story. Where did you uh, start doing this country music thing from? Yeah, well, uh, I was born and raised in Spiritwood, Saskatchewan, so a little tiny town north. And uh, yeah, I guess my parents put me in music at a really young age. I was only three years old and they put me in singing lessons. Um, And I kind of started off doing a lot of classical uh, musical theater, that kind of stuff, training classically. And then my my older cousin, Riley Siebert, actually uh, got me singing more in the country side of things. He was doing a lot of competitions and traveling all over Canada for uh, his country music. He was the guy that always sang Tennessee flat top box and was singing Johnny Cash all the time. So um, he got me into country music and uh, it kind of just all spiraled from there and, and it became a part of my identity, I think. So um, I, and anytime a teacher or somebody would ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I would say like a country music superstar, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, it just, it's always been a part of me. And, uh, as I, as I got older, the more I took on competitions across Canada myself and any chance I had a, uh, a stage to sing on, I was on it. And, uh, and now we're here. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the, uh, what was it like going from classical to country class being yeah, classically I, trained? Uh, it's, it's a lot different, but I think when you kind of grow up doing both, like you learn how to kind of come compartmentalize the two and and uh i think using classical uh techniques and the breathing and and all those techniques that you learn on the classical side of things really helped me with my country music which was kind of i think what my parents were sort of thinking uh in in the end is it was going to help me be just a better singer overall and i took my grades for royal conservatory of music and um up till i think grade seven i have so um, yeah it, it kept that kept me busy too but um, country music was kind of a lot more fun for me. <laughs> right. And, and, and now you've said you competed across, uh, in different stages of Canada, in Canada, where did you compete? 
Oh man, um, Calgary, and uh, I, we did like the GX ninety four, which I'm sure you're 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 familiar with. Um, uh, I I tried out for the Next Star. Uh, uh, Canada's Got Talent when when they came uh, through Edmonton. Um, I, I I oh gosh, competed at Calgary Stampede and and mm -hmm. just kind of. All, all over, mostly Western Canada, I would say. And then uh, I had the chance to uh, be a part of the Big Country Talent Show, which was in Regina. And uh, my second year won that and got to play Craven Main Stage when it was still Craven and not Country Thunder and um, open up for the Bellamy Brothers when I was like 13 years old. So I, it was very, very cool experiences. Most 13-year-olds uh, couldn't maybe even dream of so no doubt what was it like for you i mean there's the bellamy brothers i mean uh you know legendary what was that uh, experience like for you it was so cool because um we were in the basement of the pump roadhouse uh, i was underage obviously so i wasn't actually even allowed to watch their show i, I sat on the stairs that were leading to like go downstairs just so I could hear their show. But right. I went up, played my set, come back downstairs and they were standing there waiting to chat with me. And um, I can't remember which, which of them said this to me. I was so young and it was so long ago, but uh, I said, I really hope to like, you know, have as much success as you guys have. And, and he was like, Oh honey, you don't, you don't want that. Like, <laughs> He was, you know, just like being really blunt, but like also joking about, you know, the music industry stuff. It's it's not uh, a very easy business to get into. So um, he, they kind of laughed about that. And, and it was just cool. They're like, yeah, like you said, legendary. And as I got older, I think I realized what level of legendary they really, really are. And, and uh, started seeing their records in like record shops and in Nashville and stuff. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I opened up for those guys. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Uh, what have you learned as a young act in Canadian country music? It is a hard business to to get into. Yeah, um, I mean, I would never like trade it for the world. That's that's for sure. Uh, I think just growing up in it and having uh, cousins and family that were you know also pursuing music, it, it's just kind of like I think in our blood, <laughs> you know. But. Um, it's really a hustle and a grind and educating yourself. And, um, you can never, you can never learn too much in this business or you're, you're never maxed out on learning or educating yourself on the business. Like it, you know, it's not, it's not just singing your songs and writing songs and playing on stage. There's a whole other behind the scenes business aspect of it that would really probably blow people's minds if they really knew the extent of it. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's, it's a lot of hustle and a lot of grind, but like I said, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Who are some of the people you've written with? Oh, I've had the opportunity to write with Aaron Goodwin, um, Chris Buck, uh, recently Paul Sykes. Uh, he actually just had a number one with Jimmy Allen's, uh, make me want to, mm -hmm. and, uh, Matt Stell's current single everywhere, but on, um, actually talking with him right now about, uh, working with him on the producer front when I, uh, take off to Nashville. So very, very exciting people. There are, you know, just lots of cool people. Crystal Lee from Sons of Daughters. Uh, I'm actually going to be living with her in Nashville. Um, so yeah, like lots of, lots of fun people. Ryan Sorstad, he's my go-to. Uh, he's a Saskatchewan boy as well. And he's been living in Nashville for about seven years now. So when uh, now you're talking, obviously heading back to Nashville, but uh, everything that was going on in the world right now has has really put a hold on things. What are your plans going forward? 
Yeah, you know, um, actually a year ago, I was in Nashville for Americana Fest. Uh, I was chosen for a showcase through Breakout West and uh, Sask Music. And that was just a huge opportunity. And when I, when I got there, it was um, just that like, man, I gotta, I gotta get here feeling. And so I started the process of uh, getting my, applying for my O-1 visa. About a year ago, I just started gathering all the information I needed and educating myself on, on, on that whole process and um, was approved in August for my O-1 visa. And I'm supposed to cross the border October 1st. So, um, it's definitely going to look different going down there. Uh, mm-hmm. and you definitely, um, it's not going to be the same Nashville and, and I'm going to have to be very, uh, careful and cautious and to myself, mm-hmm. which is weird because Nashville is all about community and, and, uh, meeting people. Mm-hmm. So the first little bit's going to be, uh, a little weird and, and, uh, whatnot, but I'm really looking forward to it. Excellent. All right. You've got a new single and tell me the title and a little story about your song. Yeah, Two Cents is is a really fun, just kind of uh, sassy song with obviously, I think a very relatable relatable topic. Um, me and, and my friend Ryan Sorstad, it was the first time him and I were ever writing together. My cousin Brody Siebert uh, had actually linked us up and um, my first ever trip to Nashville for songwriting. So I walked into the room and met Ryan for the first time. I was like this scared little 19 year old, didn't know really what, what I was doing. And um, he just made me feel at home and um, we clicked immediately and, and he came up with, with the title. He's like, you know how everybody always says, that's just my two cents when they're you know offering advice that maybe somebody doesn't want to hear. And I was like, yeah, like I say that all the time. And then I kind of related it in a way of, um, you know, a girlfriend, I've had a lot of girlfriends and I've been in the past in, in not so great relationships where I've had p- other people tell me, you know, you got to get out of that relationship. It's really toxic and, and offering me up their, their advice and always ending it with like, but that's just my two cents, you know, take it or leave it. Right. Uh, so I think it's very relatable that way. And, um, that's the way that I kind of took it when Ryan brought up the, the, the hook. So we wrote the song and it's arguably still one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. So um, I'm just excited that it's finally at Country Radio. Excellent. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, who you are. Uh, pets? Pets, yeah. Um, I actually grew up with horses and uh-huh. I was kind of a bit of a farm girl. So um, I still have a horse. Uh, for a long time, I had three horses that uh, I was... Uh, they were taking up a lot of my time in a good way. I love them so much. Uh, they're incredible animals. Um, and then always had farm dogs. And then about a year ago, uh, me and my boyfriend uh, got got our own dogs. So he, his name is Cyrus, and he's um, a Border Collie, German Shepherd, Australian Shepherd. So Holy he's really cow. colorful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's really colorful. He's a gorgeous, gorgeous dog, and and we're so happy to have him. <laughs> yeah, excellent. All right, here we go with a uh, with an uh, with I like to call the Fast Five. Are you ready? Okay, let's All do it. All right, Fast Five: Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Timmy's or Starbucks? Uh, Starbucks. Old Dutch or Miss Vicky's? Miss Vicky's. Jelly beans or Jube Jubes? Oh, Jube Jubes. And finally, are you ready for this? Favorite Disney movie? Ooh, um, Little Bear. Or no, not Little Bear. Sorry, that was my favorite kids show growing up. I was going to say, Little Bear is a kid. That's a great little show, though. We watched that with our kids. 
Yeah, actually a doll, but brother bear, sorry. That was my like, tell everybody I'm on my way. That's my favorite, favorite all-time Disney movie for sure. Oh my goodness. Now, do you remember the little bear uh, theme song? No, I don't. But funny enough, I actually, um, in my last project, I worked with uh, the girl who was the voice of little bear. Really? Yeah. So I got to meet somebody who was like, you know, who I listened to. Her name is Kristen Fairley. So uh she yeah she did the voice of little bear that was her entire like you know career for what one point in her life and uh yeah it's pretty crazy <laughs> that's right. what are you watching on netflix right now i'm re-watching friends again oh, uh, real again yeah my brothers actually watched it like nine times and i thought he was crazy <laughs> but i just it was good it's so good and there's things that you miss that people are always quoting uh-huh. And you're like, I missed that the first time I watched it. So then I'm realizing how much I missed. And so I'm rewatching it so I can kind of catch up with my friends, I think. <laughs> and who who would you say that you would lean towards as as, uh, as one of the friends? Um, I love Rachel. Like, I think I think they start her a little bit like, uh, uh, what's the word? Like ditzy, maybe like she doesn't uh-huh. know what she's. But I love how her her character develops uh-huh. um, into this, you know, like this businesswoman, and she's like making her way up in the world. So uh, yeah, I'd probably like Rachel. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's find out a little bit uh, now. As I say, you've been doing this for a while, and you're you're still relatively new in the Canadian country music world. But there's other young artists that are coming up and just starting to get into it or thinking about getting into it. So what's that piece of advice you would pass on to those artists? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, like I was saying earlier, educating yourself, you know, doing all the workshops and any advice you can take from anyone uh, who's kind of been there, done that. So, uh, you know, that's how I've learned a lot, uh, a lot and, and, and kind of avoided some hard lessons that way, I think, is just learning from other people who have had these experiences in the industry. So mm-hmm. um, I think meeting as many people going to CCMAs, which it's so sad that we're not there this year, you know, but uh, just taking in all those opportunities um, to be on stage and hone your craft and, and educate yourself. Who are the artists that you look up to? Growing up, Martina McBride was my all-time favorite. Um, went to her concert when I was like nine years old mm-hmm. and, and one of the security guards brought um, a pick to me. Uh, just saw how like excited I was and I knew every single word and, and he come from the front of the stage and I think we were like row 32 on the floor and he he gave me our Martina McBride pick, uh, guitar pick. So wow. uh, Martina was a huge influence on me growing up. And and right now I've been listening to a lot of Marin Morris and Kelsey Ballerini. I love the, the new sounds that they're bringing into country music. That's awesome. Where do people find you online? Uh, yeah, shanteamusic.com. Uh, you can find all my social media links that way. Um, but uh, Shantaya is a little bit difficult to spell. It's S-H-A-N-T-A-I-A. So you can find me uh, pretty much anywhere if you type in Shantaya Music. Excellent. Shantaya, thanks for hanging out with us on Inside Today's Country. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.